the reason I cannot be a Matthew McConaughey stan has nothing to do with his acting, has nothing to do with anything else. Like, it only has to do with the fact that he chews with his mouth open and smacks his lips. And he's always doing oh, this. Oh, yeah. He's disgusting. Fucking gross. Like, fucking gross. I just, That's it's disgusting. That's the grit. That's I just, the grit. Look, <laughs> I, I don't want to see it. And I want to hear it. Close your fucking mouth. excited me too so excited to talk about this movie <laughs> i know what a treat hello dear listeners welcome back welcome back to the pod still quarantined relatively yeah still living in a state of emergency what can you do everything's burning and we're just <laughs> living in it yeah 2020 the year of the revolution it's kind of like a trash fire, but like I'm sure this is the trash fire they felt um in Hamilton, I guess. I don't yeah, know. It's like a dumpster fire but with way better intentions. Exactly exactly. The intentions are all there, but it still smells like rotten eggs. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you fry up a bunch of bacon. <laughs> oh, real. Cops going <laughs> going. Goddamn pigs. All right. Yeah. Um <laughs> Well, we should just jump into that. Yeah. Obviously, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives fucking matter, people. It's not that hard. Um, if you are not outraged at the ongoing police brutality that mm -hmm. this country faces, um, I don't know what to tell you, but there are so many ways Take we your can head educate. Take your ass. How about that? <laughs> we, can, we can educate ourselves. We can yeah. be allies. Yeah. Being an ally doesn't just mean watching the help on Netflix. It also okay? doesn't just mean posting black squares yeah, and saying you're an ally. It means actually doing some things. Yeah. Now we, some things you can do are donate. Yeah. You can oh. sign petitions. You can go to protests. You can do a lot of things. Email your local officials, elected yeah. officials. I sent a very nasty email to the Atlanta it. Budget Committee. Yeah. And that. I asked them to defund the police. And I also asked them for an itemized list of what supplies the police needs. Because in the budget for Atlanta, mm -hmm. it's just listed as supplies. And it's like $5 million. Bullshit. How yeah. about that? The With Atlanta that money, we could get PPE for freaking healthcare workers. Ah, we could, we get, could get so much PPE. It's like Marta a quarter expansion. of the cost, not even. Oh, God, yeah, we could do so much. for. We could, <sighs> you know, actually hit the root cause of structural racism instead of just, you know, trying to throw the police at a problem. And, yeah. and you know, they do horrible things. So let's defund the police, you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, some of the organizations I have backed have been Campaign Zero. They're uh, working to end police brutality and Black Lives Matter. Uh, the Atlanta Solidarity Fund. There's a ton of bail funds that you can find for maybe your city. Um, those are helping get people out of j protesters out of jail who have been arrested and paying their cash bail because we are still on a cash bail system. Another mm -hmm. system to keep black people in Fuck jail and keep poor people in jail. System. And, um, yeah, let's just stop exploiting um, oppressed groups yeah. and uh, let's collectively get our shit together. Yes, please. I just, things have been rough over the past 
week, but by the time this comes out, who knows how long it'll be. Two weeks, three weeks. Well, that means that we uh, keep up the steam. Keep up the steam, you know? Keep the energy up. The way we feel now, you should feel three weeks from now. I mean, my... So I've been putting up signs, making signs and putting them up in my neighborhood, in the burps, um, and it has not gone well. (laughs) People keep taking them down. People keep throwing them in the bed of their trucks and driving away. But I said, jokes on you. I'm making more. (laughs) And I Paper is limitless. You know what? I'm going to go sit out there all fucking day at the front of the neighborhood with my signs. (laughs) Yeah, there are people hosting like one person Black Lives Matter rally in their own suburbs and stuff. So, yeah, you know, there were some good rallies up here as well, which really surprised me, but I thought was awesome. Good. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. I mean, obviously, a pandemic is still happening. So if you don't feel comfortable protesting, no worries. I'm in a similar boat. Yeah. Uh, but I'm do I'm signing petitions. Mm-hmm. I'm sending emails. And um, in our Instagram stories, we have been and we continually will be sharing information so that you guys can keep yourself safe. So if you go out protesting or yeah. maybe some ways that you can help or learn more. Yes. Anyway, all we were trying to say is that Black Lives Matter. They matter to us and they should matter to everyone. Um. And we just wanted to suggest some things that you can do, but we will link our um, resources and places you can donate, petitions you can sign, et cetera, in our description. So please go have a look down there and do some clicking and some signing. It really does not take very long at all. I signed like four petitions this morning just when I was sitting on my ass doing nothing. Yeah. So my number one favorite thing to do when I'm on a Zoom call for work is turn off my video and yes. just sign petitions for like 30 minutes. I it's love great. That. I it's love super that. easy. All yeah. I'm doing is filling out my name, email mm-hmm. and zip code. Literally. That's it. All three things that I know very well <laughs> immediately come to mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not like I have to understand the history of womanist theory, but mm-hmm. you know, it's it's very easy. Those three things you should know too. Exactly. If you have an email, God, I hope you have an email. Oh, your listeners. You imagine. I don't know. There's you some people have, that don't. Well, could you? I don't know if you'd be able to listen to a podcast if you didn't have an email. Because like a good point. Apple IDs, Spotify SoundCloud. sign up. Oh, maybe they're on SoundCloud. You maybe. don't have to. Yeah, get an oh. email. <laughs> well, yeah, get it. Get an email. It's free. Listen, Gmail is for a really SoundCloud f- account. I think you need an email. Oh, well, I don't know. Who knows? Listen, Who knows? it's the small steps we can all take to become yeah. allies. You can start by making an email for yourself if you don't have one already. Yeah. Anyway, we just think that this is very important and we love all of you, our listeners. And you know where to find us if you want to chat or talk about any of this stuff. We want to be a resource and a safe place for anyone to come talk to us. So if you want to get in touch with us personally, you can email us at romcomsweveloved at gmail.com or find us on Instagram or Twitter, as you well know by now. So without further ado, let's get into the whitest movie of all time, Failure to Launch. (laughs) I was just about to say Literally. The whitest we movie. the whitest rom-com. I mean, we'd already well, chosen it, and, you okay. know... I will say this about Failure to Launch. Mm-hmm. I have a very conservative biological father, mm-hmm. and we do not get along, and mm-hmm. we do not really have a relationship for a lot of reasons. I won't get into it. We don't need to talk about it. Not a big deal. 
But Failure to Launch is the one unifying movie in our lives <laughs> because we both fucking love Matthew McConaughey. Real? Okay, you know, I did not peg you as like a Matthew McConaughey stan. I'm not really a stan, but like we have a very like a deep mutual appreciation. You know, okay. like um, okay. how anytime that song Kokomo is on the radio, <laughs> like you find yourself singing along. That's yeah. how I feel about Matthew McConaughey. I get that, you know? Yeah. I feel that deeply in my veins. Matthew McConaughey also is probably like a cop apologist, but oh, he I probably can't, is. I, can't I don't know, help. though. I don't know. Hollywood's it's pretty the, liberal. He Who's does that say? all right, all right, all right. He does. He is married all to right, a Latino. All right, all right. <laughs> Went to UT Austin, actually. He might be pretty might, liberal. Yeah, who knows? We could just be making judgments like always. I don't fucking know what I'm doing. Me That's neither. for sure. But we've yeah. never claimed to, so that's the difference on this podcast. So real. We've if you think we know what we're unprofessional, doing, unprofessional, unprofessional, uninformed, uninformed opinions, except when it comes to BLM. Real. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're gonna talk about failure to launch. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. I'm. Uh, I'm excited. I. I feel like when I watch this movie. It brought me back to a very different time. Oh, I know. Where it was the, the heels the and jeans were different. Heels oh. and jeans. Like also like kitten heels. That was interesting. <laughs> a lot of um knee length, like just past the knee dresses and skirts. Oh. Yeah. A lot of like Chacos. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started. You know I'm a Tiva Stan. <laughs> um uh yeah wait who has done who did the informal song? you always do it <laughs> I, I will try i will try if you want all right i can believe in it? you can we do it together we could do it together i'm insecure because i don't remember any of their names i i can only name I them i just remember that the two friends are named ace and demo which is the, I love the most that. ridiculous names i can't believe this movie isn't like based out of florida because to me this Whoa. is a florida movie where is it based again I, I don't know. I couldn't Maybe tell South you. South Carolina. I was envisioning Florida. Yeah, but they have like cliffs. Remember? They go hiking. Oh, yeah. They went so rock climbing. So that's why I'm thinking it's like North Carolina, South Carolina. Maybe because Kathy like, Bates has a southern accent in this she movie. She does. Yeah. Carolina. Maybe yeah. it's like, I don't know, the Gulf Shores. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Who maybe. Knows? Like you know. go to the beach, you go hiking, you go mountain biking. Like there's a lot going on here. Maybe this is just a California movie, but it's southern accents. Oh well, Cal- it could be California transplants. Uh, but all- yeah, maybe I don't know Matthew McConaughey. But then again, who would pay for a woman to like help your son move out mm-hmm. of the house in mm-hmm. South Carolina? That's a California thing. That feels like a California thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Who cares about their kids' feelings that much? Californians. Not my parents, I'll tell you that. No, no Southern parent, for sure. No, not that <laughs> no. my parents are Southern parents, but still. No, yeah, I understand. Yeah. yeah. It's conceptually aligned. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so let's see. The movie begins with Matthew McConaughey. Don't remember his name in the movie. Chip. Trip. Trip. It's trip. not Chip, it's Trip. Trip is the fucking worst name. I love it. Like, I love this movie. <laughs> I don't know why, but that name has always irked me so much. It's, it's so and bad. This, like, this stems back to like vacationing as like a 12-year-old 
in South Georgia and like at the beach in South Georgia or um, in Florida. I don't know where we were, but I remember that this creepy dude named Trip kept following me and my friend followed us all the way back to our little house. He biked all around it. It was just and his name was Trip and it was very creepy. And I just I can't get over it. I never got over it. I can't and I shan't. I listen. I don't know. I think the only reason I like this movie is uh, one, the physical comedy and two, um, Bradley Cooper. Uh, not even. I think it's like the jokes they make are kind of like horrible, but I like Awful. also love it. <laughs> I love the quality of jokes that they make. It's a very, it's a lot. Yeah. But it did bring me joy today. Yeah. You know? That's true. So there's that. So he goes on a date with this lady. He's doing this whole southern drawl thing. He's being mm-hmm. weird. And he um, takes her back to his house because she was starting to get a little serious mm-hmm. he says that he gave she gave him the look which to him means get out now and uh, he takes her back to her, his house she's like very impressed by his fancy home then his dad walks in on them having sex and <sighs> she freaks out and leaves and his parents are like oh there goes another one and uh very weird so then he gets together with his friends they discuss it they're also just a strange group of friends. They um, do a lot of different physical activities together. All adult males who all live with their parents. Yeah. They are all adult males who live with their parents. That is why they are all friends. It's weird. Yeah. And, and like, to, he's like 35. The premise of this movie is incredible, actually. This is so, like, the fact that they, like, I would have given anything to be in the room that they pitched this in. And they're like, listen, <laughs> let's cast the most unrealistic guy, Matthew mm-hmm. McConaughey, and let's say he lives with his parents. <laughs> and the way he's going to move out of the house is that his parents will hire a quasi, I don't even know what to call her. Like, what is that job? Uh, she calls herself a relationship consultant. A, re- a relationship consultant, a.k.a. they hire a woman to date him so that he moves out of the house. I love it. Like, what What was that pitch? I would have like, loved to be a fly in the room. Yeah, a fly in the room. Not on the wall, just flying around so you can see everyone's face. Oh, yeah. That way I can also get some of that free snacks that I know they would have in the room. You know that there would be Danishes. Yeah. I love 100%. a good Danish. Oh, yeah, especially when it's free. Oh, my God. Tastes so much better. (laughs) So anyway, then uh, Tripp's parents meet up with some other parents, a bunch of parents of sons who haven't moved out of their house. Like, I don't know how they're finding this community, but sure. So um, that's when they discover Paula, who is the relationship consultant who got this other couple's son out of their house. (laughs) So Paula starts dating Tripp. Um, they go on a first date on a boat and he tries to be all smooth and savvy. And then the owner of the boat shows up (laughs) and, uh, it's a lot of drama, basically. Like she shows off a little and makes him interested and is like pretending she wants to buy the boat because he's a a boat broker. (sighs) It's a lot. There's a lot of details in this movie that are just so unnecessary. Um, so then... Oh, we know that he's a boat broker so that they could get Matthew McConaughey to, like, only wear shirts that Linen. are buttoned 
like to his nipples. He likes and that's a it. white linen shirt buttoned once. One, one single time. button. Yeah. And, he and likes, then all chest, baby. He's all just chest. Always sweating, always wearing linen. I get it. If he's I lived hot. in he's Florida, sweaty. California, I would too. Or South Carolina. Or we South can't Carolina. figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I love linen. So I get it. Recently, I've been looking into buying linen sheets. Do you know how fucking expensive those are? They're very expensive. They're like fucking $350. Expensive. For like expensive. a duvet cover and two pillowcases. And they also wrinkle very fast. Well, yeah, but like that's linen, baby. It's linen. That is linen. Yeah, that's so like, true. Maybe stick with some nice linen pants for your yeah. beach vacation. Yeah. Who, who's to say? Who's to say? Yeah. Right now, I can only afford linen blends. <laughs> so there you go. anyway, back to Matthew McConaughey, who has lives with his parents, but has 85 linen shirts. Um, so what happens? They go on a few dates. She has this whole formula that she uses typically where she's like, she's like, first, we go on a date and we do this. Then mm-hmm. I let him help me through an emotional crisis where she goes to a vet's office and pretends that this dog is getting put down who isn't her dog and who was just going to sleep for a procedure to get his balls cut off. And I um, must say, <laughs> this script committed. This script really committed. So, <laughs> if nothing else, it committed. He helps her through an emotional crisis. Then she lets him teach her something, which makes them obviously feel good about themselves. Oh, Another the paintball reason. where they do that. No, she lets him teach her how to sail. It's really gross. Oh, 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 that's right. That's right. I cringed okay. through the entire scene and I was like, I never want to be taught anything by a man for the rest of my life. And Makes that's sense. that. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <sighs> so anyway, so then he teaches her how to sail. I don't know where he gets this boat, but it's someone's boat, I guess. And, um, He's a boat broker. He could yeah. take out. Th- I guess he can get high on his own supply in that way. <laughs> That's exactly. I, I feel like how boat people think. You get know? high on your own supply. Yeah, Yo, definitely. That's. Just, I'd love to be a boat person. Me out too. On the sea, just maybe wearing Sperry's, like, but like the girl version. I have I don't like know. one experience of sleeping on a boat and. <laughs> Some people know this story, but basically my I was in Scotland with my parents and my sisters, and we went to see my cousins, and they had a boat. And my parents, like, do not remember this happening, but I swear my life on it. I'm like, you and the other parents went and slept in a hotel on shore, and you left the five of us children to sleep in this fucking boat on the, on the water in Scotland. And there what? was like there was one bed that like what? three people slept in, and then like I had to sleep on this like wooden bench. Oh my god! If I had done like, this, I would have caused so much hijinks. I mean, and the. Like, one of the girls got mad at us because we were causing too much drama because we were all fighting. (laughs) And, like, it was just a lot. And it was, like, scarred me forever from sleeping on a boat. (laughs) I am so glad that you told that story. And now I think I want to go sleep on a boat. But, like, doesn't that just scream my parents? You go sleep on the boat. Yeah, 100%. We'll go sleep in a hotel. (laughs) 
Yeah. They yeah. like don't remember it happening. And I'm like, I remember it because we met at the hotel for breakfast. I was like the next morning and you weren't on the fucking boat, were you? <laughs> I was like, if you were, you'd They're be like, traumatized like me. <laughs> no, no, no. Hotel rooms only for the adults here. We are not going to pay for the kids to, to get in a fair, hotel. Like if I were them, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. But I'm still yeah. mad at them. <laughs> Still mad. They were like, here's some drama, mean. Good night. Can't wait to make them sleep on a boat when they're 85. <laughs> and I'm in control. <laughs> Take evil. that, mom and dad. Take it's that. Evil. Yeah. Sleep on a boat. So, anyway, they go on a boat and then yeah. they come back. <laughs> and then she meets his friends. They love her. Also Demo during- and Ace. It's the guy from National Treasure. Yeah. Is one, either Demo or Ace. He's I Ace, don't remember. Because he had one Ace. undescended testicle until he was 10. That's correct. That mm-hmm. was a great line. Great also. line. <laughs> um, and Demo is Bradley Cooper, Who which is, is like, like a save the world. Um, he, this is what Bradley Cooper still wanted to be a character actor, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is when they were like, Bradley Cooper doesn't have enough name recognition. Let's put him in some diverse roles for him. Yeah. I just feel like it's it was so they much. Stanley Tucci'd he him for like, a couple of years. Oh, I love Stanley Tucci so much. Same. Yeah. Um, do you want to take over on this synopsis? I'm so bad at these. Sure, I can try my best. Okay, Okay. so also a little, we're backing up just a tad here. Sarah Jessica Parker, her roommate is Zoe Deschanel. Yes, Kit. And so you need to know that for the next thing. So Zoe Deschanel's whole storyline is that there is a mockingbird in their yard and she wants to kill it, which I think is incredible. I think (laughs) hilarious, but so strange. Like, I just, this script is full of just all kinds of things. This, this person like, had 85,000 ideas and put them all in one script. This was the ideal 2005 rom-com, though, in yeah. that way. They yeah, made right. this to be continuously aired on TBS five years later yes, with commercials. And yeah. they succeeded, I would say. Oh, 100%. That's why. This is the United... This is this is what they want Joe Biden to be. Republicans Ugh. and kind of liberal people can enjoy this movie as shown by my dad and I. (laughs) Not what a lot of people want, but it's what we got. It's what we got. You know, failure to launch is Joe Biden. (laughs) I just loogied. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. That got me. I just, like, (laughs) cough laughed. I cough laughed. And I, like... (laughs) coughed out phlegm all over myself because of that statement but <laughs> joe biden is failure to launch yeah yeah God, it's kind of a mess wig a rose good intentions very white um Ugh. and but you know it has that that crossover appeal hollywood <laughs> promised both men and women could get a lot of good jokes out of this <laughs> oh my god Which is hilarious to me because Sarah Jessica Parker also is, like, not sexy in this movie at all. It's, I don't know what it is. She doesn't wear anything other than business casual. She does wear business casual at all times. And I think it's maybe, like, her hair 
I don't know. They just didn't make her like um, a quintessential rom-com lead of this time era, I think. Yeah, maybe. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I still found her very likable in this movie. Um, like, she annoys me sometimes, but then other times I rewatch Sex in the City and then I love her and then I hate yeah. her and then I love her. So. Same. Yeah. You know, it's fine. So I enjoyed her, but I really enjoyed seeing Zoe Deschanel like back in the day when she was not just Zoe Deschanel in every role, you know? Yeah. I that's what exactly what I was going to bring up later is that this is probably the only Zoe Deschanel movie that I like really enjoy that, like her as an actress in yeah. this movie. Oh, I fully you know? agree. I loved her yeah. like very serious neurotic about the bird. Like, I, that's the best storyline. The fact that, she, and that scene, okay, we'll get into this yeah, later, we'll but let's finish talking about this fucking movie. So um, basically, what happens is Ace sees Kit out, on another date. Yes. So he finds and, out yeah. about her business, and he's like, I won't tell Trip if you let me go out on a date with Kit, your roommate. And she's like, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> so. Kit does not want to go out with him because she thinks no. he's lame and lives in his mom's house. And later we find out he actually owns the house and that's drama in itself. And I love it. Um, yeah. But also. <laughs> so they go out on a date and they end up. What do they do? They go to the aquarium. They kill the mockingbird. No, that that's later. Oh, never mind. They don't kill the mockingbird. Yeah, so- Kit goes momentarily crazy and wants to buy a gun at the store. <laughs> it, the best scene. That's the best scene of this a great, movie. Great scene. Um, anyway, then uh, Demo finds out. Okay, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Ace tells Demo. Then Demo talks to Paula, Sarah Jessica Parker, at the baseball yeah. game that they go to with, um, what is the little kid's name? Jeffrey? Is it Jeffrey? That feels like not a little child's name. Oh, maybe that was his dad's name then. Oh, fuck. I don't remember. To know the little kid. He just re- he re- he refers to him as his nephew. Yes, but he's yeah. not his nephew. He is the son of Tripp's ex-fiance. Well, fiance who died. Mm-hmm. And um, so whatever. So then that happens. And then Demo tells Paula all about Tripp's actual history with this woman who he was engaged to marry before he moved back in with his parents so that's like the sad twist and then turns out he's hot and successful but deeply emotionally traumatized (laughs) aka white men need therapy around million my type (laughs) (laughs) crossover appeal of matthew mcconaughey all right all right all right I hate myself. Um, anyway, <laughs> so then also like during all of this, um, Matthew McConaughey is getting like deeply troubled by nature and oh, um, yeah. he's getting attacked by animals like dolphins, a peaceful lizard and a chipmunk, which is I personally loved. I was like, well, <sighs> that's why I hate him in this. <laughs> animals hate him, too. I feel validated. Um, so then- at odds with the natural world. Yes, is which how uh, Bradley Cooper describes it. it. <laughs> yeah. I hate that his name is Demo. I hate it so much. Uh, That's why I'm saying this movie should have been in Florida. The fact that all of them have nicknames, this is a Floridian movie. It is. Let's like, just pretend it was in Florida. 
I literally have a friend whose nickname is Squid, okay? He could have fit right into this movie. Squid Ace and Demo, man. His real name isn't even that much better. It's Madison. His real name is Madison. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Anyway, so so then Demo, because he's just like brother nature or whatever, he then decides that he has to tell uh, Trip about Paula. So mm-hmm. even though he told Paula he wouldn't, so... He does. Trip gets a little crazy, cooks this big meal for his parents and Paula and has them all over together and then calls them all out. And big drama. He basically tells Paula to go fuck herself, even though this was the night when Paula was going to break it off like business wise and say, I actually like you. Wait, because she had sex with him also, which is against her rules. But she did it anyway because she loves him. And then... Everyone's sad, and Mm -hmm. then everyone gets them. They decide to do this plan to get them back together, and what happens is they tie Trip up and put him in a closet, and then they trick Paula into going to this place. I think it's What's-His-Face's basement, Ace's basement. Yeah, Ace's house. he puts 27 cameras up in the basement, and... um, this guy has a chaotic personality. He I don't does. even know what to tell you. To be like a software developer and then also just be nuts is like. I also always forget this actor's name. He always is like <sighs> an off-brand Steve Zahn to me. And I know he's in the Barth. National Treasure Barth. movies. Barth. Something Barth. Barth. I looked it up earlier. Baroth. <laughs> it's like something Barth. Jason I hope his Barth. name is Garth. Garth Barth. Garth Barth. Let me look. <laughs> Hang on. I have it up on my internet history. Justin Excellent. Bartha. Oh, yes, his name is Justin Bartha. Yeah. Oh. He was in the Hangover trilogy. Oh yeah, he's the guy who gets kidnapped in the first one. He's like the ma- he's the main guy. Oh. He's the one getting married. Oh yeah. Oh, it's another movie with Bradley Cooper. I yeah, wonder if they saw Failure to Launch and they're like, that those guys got chemistry. Let me tell you what. <laughs> I love that. I see something <laughs> happening there. I I see it happening. And that's so, what turned Bradley Cooper from character actor to Bradley Cooper. For sure. For sure. And then he went into Star is Born and there was nothing and in between. Silver Linings play look. Let's not oh, forget. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that movie. <laughs> I, I is it? love hated it. I feel like it's a forgettable I feel like cl- everyone movie. loved it. <laughs> when it happened. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, this is fine. Yeah. But I feel like it's a classic because it's always mentioned. I had a um, deep uh, disdain for, and I'll admit this is not the most um, accepting open. I did not like Jennifer Lawrence for a long time. <laughs> I've had a, a confusing relationship with her myself because I love her personally. Yeah. And I loved the Hunger Games. I was definitely one of those people. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, kind of iffy on her and then i saw red sparrow and i was like yes bitch yes i will support you oh red sparrow is when she becomes this assassin the russian right? spy or assassin oh yeah she is I think, wait, awesome hold on. in that movie i also didn't i <laughs> this is so stupid i also was mad because jennifer lawrence won the oscar that year instead of jessica chastain for zero dark 30 <laughs> that was incredible she was incredible in that yeah, and I was really mad because I was like, oh, they snubbed Jessica Chastain. <laughs> That's, I get it. I get having those ridiculous emotional attachments to these people. 
But now, so. oh, Jennifer Lawrence was casted to play Elizabeth Holmes, a.k.a. the fucking uh, yeah. owner of that blood testing company. I yes. forget what it's called. Me too. But she's the bad blood person. Anyways, yeah. can't wait for that. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Elizabeth Holmes with so the very deep after, voice. Yeah, Red Sparrow, really, I was like, I really respect you. Nice. She was just awesome in it. I would watch it again. My dad rewatched it the other day, and I tried to join. Well, and then God I damn, got, I should watch it. I, you should watch it. Watch it. Let me know what you think, because I'm gonna. Yeah. I'll watch it again in the next few days. I think. Ooh, fun! And then I'll, we can talk about it. Um. So anyway, just to wrap this puppy up. Um. <laughs> so basically, they're watching at a coffee shop all the 27 cameras that Jason Bartha set up. <laughs> Ace one ace. one ball ace one um, ball ace that he set up and they have this whole confrontation and they're like well, I don't want to talk do you want to talk no I'm mad at you I'm mad at you and then they talk it out and then they get back together but in this what's happening is uh, Ace casts it to the giant screen that just exists in this coffee shop pizza place thing yeah. That just is an entire wall. Sure, yeah. whatever. Um, I don't even know. And then the entire place is watching it like Love Island, basically. Um, oh, like they're watching the finale <laughs> of The Bachelor, and they're getting yeah. into it like it's a sports like competition. The one black guy in this entire movie who shows up at the very end is crying watching this, and I was like, <laughs> I really feel you. I was like, that's me watching Love Island. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My dad is like, it's not real, and I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> Uh, my favorite part of that part is when Justin Bartha just ridiculously gets into it for no reason, and he's like, "Yeah, she sassed you. You're yeah. gonna sass her back." And like, <laughs> I know. It, it was just like a really long, and it was also like delayed. Like, yeah, they edit it so that there's like a, a solid five seconds of downtime after the action happens, and then he reacts yeah. to it. It's really incredible. It this is, movie is a feat. Incredible. In- in so many ways <laughs> I don't know when did this movie even come 2006. out 2006 2006 what, what a year. year the housing market was on the rise <laughs> yeah um, I, I don't know maybe I was taking standardized tests in that yeah, year I was I'm like not really 12. sure yeah probably probably saw this in a movie theater with like 14 other 12 year olds <laughs> <laughs> my mom picked us up after and I went home with my flip phone it was great oh great oh my god also this iconic iconic um like movie poster where matthew mcconaughey is at a 45 degree angle yes and sarah jessica parker like she does in many acting roles carries the man so <laughs> um mr big is that you oh <laughs> i'm oh my sorry god. every male lead in sex in the city oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I had no idea. Oh, and also Kathy Bates is Matthew McConaughey's mom. Yes, and also his dad um, turns Matthew McConaughey's bedroom into a naked room. Which I love for him, truly. I do, too. I do, too. (laughs) Like, when Kathy Bates, at one point, she's like, I'm scared as shit of your father. (laughs) I know. I love her. My very favorite part of this movie was at the end, like, while the credits were rolling, when it shows the parents... Who clearly just fucked in their lazy boy recliners. Um, and they're under a blanket and they're going, hit the road, trip, and don't you come <laughs> back no more, no more, no more, no more. 
I loved it. That was my favorite part. Movie was the end. (laughs) Oh God! Okay, it's joyful. It's joyful. It's just like a ride from start to finish. It is. It's a lot. It comes out high energy, and it there's no decreasing in that energy. I mean, truly, it's (laughs) so much. Yeah, this is actually one of the rom-coms that I'm like, I actually really like the comedy way more than the romantic, like, leads in this movie. (laughs) See, the difference between you and me is that this is your style of comedy and this is not at all mine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love, like, like a five-rated, like, movie that used to be on Comedy Central during the day, you know? (laughs) I just feel like... The plot line where you um, shoot a bird with a BB gun and then give it CPR back to life is just not that funny. But I uh, know that you loved it. Incredible. Yeah, uh, I, I don't hated even know it. how. To, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe this movie. Other I than hated incredible. it. Like the fact that they made it. I, like, of course, they could only make this movie with only white people because it would have never gotten greenlit with like. Anyone Kumail else? Nagiani and like Issa Rae. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So, um, what was your favorite scene? I know you have um, a bunch. No, for sure. My favorite scene, absolutely, um, is when Zoe Deschanel. It's not even the A plot of this movie. This is the B plot. <laughs> it's when Zoe Deschanel decides to buy a gun yes. to kill the mockingbird. Yes. And um, she just grabs a gun out of the, like, store clerk's hands, mm-hmm. first of all, which is, like, hilarious to me for a lot of reasons. Bold um, move. She just, like, grabs the shotgun. She's like, I want this one. And, and he's like, okay. And they, like, have, she doesn't know about guns, obviously. She's just trying to buy one to kill this mockingbird. And and he's like, okay, how many bullets? Like, how many, like, yeah. packages? <laughs> and she's like, I just need one. I know. <laughs> I love that part. She's like, she's like, see, I don't need the whole box. I just need one. <laughs> so and then he looks at her like, she's going to kill herself with a shotgun, yeah. which is like not an, a great way to kill yourself either, especially if you're like a small woman, you could probably not reach the trigger while like doing it like this. I don't know. Yeah. So like, yeah. I listen to a lot of murder podcasts. <laughs> a lot of staged uh, suicides. What's yeah. plausible? Yeah. Uh-huh. I know what's plausible and what's not. Yeah, it's Haven't you seen CSI? White House Farm? Actually, you guys probably haven't because it's not out in America yet. <laughs> Is that like a BBC procedural? Um, Not procedural, but it's a BBC, like, a drama of a real event. It's oh great! Incredible. The acting is chef's kiss phenomenal, and it is. I mean, my granny and I were on our freaking knees every week, every Wednesday. It came out, and it was incredible. It was just so fucking good. And good. it's not out in America yet, and I'm really upset because I keep wanting my parents to watch it. <laughs> I can't wait. Tell me when that comes out because that's I will. incredible. It's true, true story. Don't look it up because you'll ruin the drama. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but I'll let you guys know when I when I hear that it comes out in America. Um. Okay, the second half of that scene basically is like she decides, she tells this store clerk, um, 
yeah, I'm trying to kill this mockingbird outside of my window because I can't sleep at night and it's killing me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, mockingbirds are protected by the federal uh, yes. birding act. And I was just like, oh, my God. And then they're arguing about this. And somehow Je- Sarah Jessica Parker shows up. Anyways, great comedy scene. Mwah. Beautiful. Love yeah. that scene. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you have a favorite scene? No. Oh, you already said it, the one where she's like... Yeah, just where they've just shagged and then they're um, saying, hit the road trip. Oh, God. This Which isn't really so, a like, scene bad. in the movie. It's just like a extra. I just yeah. liked it. I a feel like that's just the end. what my parents are going to be like when I finally leave. Yeah. A hundred percent. They're going to turn your room into the naked room. Oh, don't say that. Oh, sorry. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it, Sarah. I don't. That's um, what's your least favorite scene? Um, all of them. Uh, <laughs> no. <Real>? Um, <laughs> let me think about it. Well, okay. So when I was a kid and I saw this movie, I remember hating the naked scene. I think probably just because I didn't like seeing old man butt in the movies. <laughs> like silver screen. <laughs> I only Not. ever watched this movie on cable, so I never saw the butt until now. Really? Yeah, I don't. I think they blurred it out. I don't know how I saw the butt, but I did. <laughs> you might have seen it like in movies, in movies, like at the probably. theater. I probably yeah. did because I hate myself, <laughs> and because I was a a white youth in America. Well, that's all you do in middle school if you can. Like, if you can go to the movies, that's, like, the most exciting Literally. thing you can do as a 13-year-old, you know? Definitely. Yeah. It's like, let's pay a lot of money, not buy any <laughs> snacks, and sit quietly, but also, like, giggle the whole yeah. time. Um. So I just hated the old man butt. But right. um, nowadays, what is my least favorite scene? Um... I don't know, like, all of them. <laughs> but I also, I love all the scenes where Trip gets eaten alive by nature. Yeah. Because he's annoying. Oh, my least favorite scene, I'll tell you right now, <laughs> is the scene where they are eating, like, crab or lobster or something. Like, something oh, the gross. the unromantic food to eat. The most disgusting thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. Like, I, the reason I cannot be a Matthew McConaughey stan has nothing to do with his acting has nothing to do with anything else like it only has to do with the fact that he chews with his mouth open and smacks his lips and he's always doing this yeah he's disgusting fucking gross like fucking gross I just that's the grit that's the grit look (laughs) I I don't want to see it and I want to hear it Close your fucking mouth. Like, I really <laughs> felt for Sarah Jessica Parker when she had to kiss him in that scene. I was like, ew. He's just been slurping on his fingers. He's been <laughs> slurping on all kinds of things. eating crab. Like, the idea of eating crab and then making out is <laughs> like, I can't even. I can't like, even. Oh, like the third date Michael and I went on, we got chicken wings and I did not touch him afterwards. I did not mm-mm. kiss him. I didn't even make eye contact with him. I'm like. I need to take a bath now. <laughs> if I went on a date with someone, like, granted, I am a vegetarian, but, yeah. like, I ate meat for a really long time. But if I yeah. went on a date with someone and they were, like, scarfing down chicken wings, that would, like, probably be it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, we're not going on another date. So 
that's my least favorite part because it's just fucking gross and i can't stand people in life chewing with their mouth open it's like is it a misophonia thing or am i just intolerant i don't know (laughs) i'm not sure but um it's one of those who knows who knows even i fucking hate it so for any of our listeners who are also like me and can't stand eating noises slash chewing with your mouth open slash being just gross in general and sucking on your fingers and stuff. Um, don't watch that scene. And then they kiss and like he's like licking his mouth and like he's just it's put a his passionate all in kiss there. too. It's so gross. Like don't put your fingers in your mouth. Like those are so nasty. Seafood like has COVID not taught a good you nothing? Third date movie. Like a, not a good third date food. Ugh. I think unless like, you're like really serious about that person (laughs) thinking about any of the romance scenes in this movie it's like why did my dad like this movie (laughs) you know what i mean when she has sex with him in his parents house oh weird so awkward we've crossed a line (laughs) (laughs) and they're awake and they're like they know it's so weird and i'm like they're paying her for this which is like fine if that's your deal but like just it wasn't in the contract it's a lot this movie like i said i would have loved to be in the room when they were because <laughs> <laughs> also the my favorite part to me of this movie is that like all the guys in this movie i see as being like friends with each other you know believable yeah realistic makes sense what doesn't make sense to me is why sarah jessica parker and zoe deschanel would be roommates like and they live in a big ass house together and i'm just like why don't either of you live on like they don't even seem like they would be friends really they don't they don't seem like they would be friends but then also i love that their friendship primarily consists of champagne thursdays yeah that's really that's it what they just my like house drinking is together be like Like, I hope you know that. Come over to my house on a Thursday. It's Champagne Thursdays. I love that. That's my life. That's exactly, like, the vibe. That is always my vibe. Champagne Thursdays. Yeah, but, like, I don't understand. Zoe Deschanel, uh, they don't, like, mesh well on screen. Like, all their scenes together were, like, weird. Like, when she was moving out. But I think, like, maybe they're just... Like, I think the vibe I got when I was watching it was like, oh, they're just those type of friends slash roommates who have become friends. Like, okay, they live together randomly, like didn't know Mm -hmm. each other when they started living together like four years ago. And Mm -hmm. then it's just worked so well and they have just grown to love each other. And even though their interests are totally different, they share one thing and that's Champagne Thursdays and a house. And it's just worked. And so they've lived together for years. That's what I envisioned. Yeah, I guess so. I guess Maybe that's it's what it is. <laughs> I know. <laughs> There's just a story there that they needed to explain. There, For how many details are in this movie, that is one I did not get. Yeah. That's all I'll yeah. say. <laughs> it's like, why didn't we get any backstory when you gave us backstory on why Ace is called Ace? You know? <sighs> and then also, every time Zoe Deschanel brings up, like, her and Trip being an item, it's so weird and like it, it like the way she talks about it i'm like you didn't want to ask her about trip at all like why are you doing this yeah yeah like she's like and you guys had sex didn't you but it's like she says it i think because 
he's a client or whatever. Mm. And so she's like, it's like when you see one of your friends going down a very bad path and there's like no way to talk to them about it that doesn't result in a fight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Your face was saying no. Oh, sorry. There was like a little bit like I have I don't have a cu- cup holder or um, a coaster oh. right now. So I was just <laughs> trying to dry off my desk a little bit. I'm so sorry. I get it. I get it. You were like this. Yeah. <laughs> my face was saying no. I was just disappointed with the condensation from my beer. <laughs> I love that. And I get it. I bought marble coasters. It was a mistake. And I refuse to admit that it was a mistake to the people who were with me when I bought them. But um, <laughs> they don't absorb any condensation. No, but I bet they're so cute. But they're so cute. That's <laughs> me with the freaking agate. I'm using like, one to hold up I my want. phone right now. <laughs> it's they're so really cute. cute. They're so really cute. good. They're but solid. Like, hey, dear listeners, she's holding a marble coaster. It is thick and it's beautiful. It looks like where do you get these from? Um, TJ Maxx. What do you think? Am I an animal? Yeah, yeah. They look. They honestly, and but they, they look even have like little West things Elm. underneath. They, they look do like look West like West Elm, Elm coasters. Yeah, they do. You and if I were TJ fancy Maxx. enough, they would be from West Elm. But I don't have enough money to buy their three hundred and fifty dollars fucking linen sheets. So, but in, in in theory, we love it. In theory, obviously, I love it. Yeah, yeah, luxury um, goods. Yeah. So anyway, what were we talking about? Um, Zoe Deschanel and t- talking about how she, her and oh, Sarah Jessica yeah, Parker are kind of weird. I said it was like when you bring something up to your friend that is always going to end up in a fight. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. feel like it's like that because of those real low blows that Sarah Jessica Parker dealt her later in the movie when she was like, yeah. just because you can get a guy to sleep with you twice, like, doesn't mean yeah. you're lovable or like something horrible, she said. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that just wasn't it, but it was brutal. something like that. Yeah. It was like, wow. It's like when I saw that, I was like, oh, so you guys have been friends for a long time. You know where it hurts. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. A, I mean, what else do we normally talk about? Um, fun facts. We also just kind of talk, shoot the shit about the movie. We just um, shoot the shit in general. That's just us. Yeah. The other scene from this movie that, like, is it's not good. It's not bad. It's just... So, a scene in the um, movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like when they go paintballing, I feel like we should just talk about this. Yeah, I just like <laughs> it's another rom-com where they paintball. First of all, 10 things mm. I hate about you. Also, in addition to that, what is with the 2000s rom-com trope of talking during yoga? Oh, I know. I fucking hate that. Like, that shit would never fly in any yoga class I've ever been to. Also, he's just not that into you. They talk during the yoga class. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) Yeah. Like, uh, I uh, hate it. Stop talking during yoga. Stop acting like that's a thing. That shit's unrealistic. No one talks during yoga. that continued into Big Little Lies. Oh, yeah. Well. I think they talk during (laughs) yoga. Yeah, but, but they're the kind of women allowed, who they're allowed yeah, to talk during yoga because the they of women, pay so much money. Yeah, they're unrealistic women. They you definitely know, dock during yoga. Their yoga studio is four hundred and fifty dollars a month, probably. 
Yeah, Reese Witherspoon's whole character in the first season of Big Little Lies was like Karen. She just wanted to speak Karen. to the manager. The whole and, energy. Oh, and she is Karen in uh, Little Fires Everywhere, too. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. I haven't seen it, but I've read it. But yeah. Yeah. She's just, well, Reese Witherspoon can play a diverse range of Karen. She really I can. will give her that. I love her so much. I can't wait for Legally Blonde 3. Did you see they're making Me that? Me too. Oh, incredible. Oh. Yeah. We could do a whole series on Legally Blonde, really. Yes, please. I want that. <laughs> I want it. Uh, we're just giving the people the content they deserve. You know, we need content these days. These are tough days. Sometimes you need to listen to a podcast about a shitty movie called Failure to Launch. Well, yeah. It also, the movie title Failure to Launch is hilarious. <laughs> hilarious and i love that she's like she like says to the parents it's called failure to launch (laughs) and i'm like very professional sjp i like also she's invented this field of like dating men to move out of their house and it's like oh my god i also was i was thinking like i could never do that job because i would just not be able to hide the disdain on my face (laughs) The judgment. I I wouldn't, because I mean, people. I thought I could hide it, but like, I cannot. So, um, if someone is just being a douchebag, like my resting bitch face is like, what? (laughs) I'm like, what do you want from me? (laughs) I'm immediately like face changes into I hate you. You're a douchebag, and they see it. Oh, my God. Yeah. And that scene when she's like on the date with Patton Oswald, which is like mm-hmm. when uh, Justin Bartha finds out like th- she's extensively quoting Star Wars. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, you've memorized that movie for this job, haven't you? You research. <laughs> yeah. She's intense and I like it. Yeah. She definitely brings some sort of professionalism to the field. I don't know what it is, but and she does. also like the slight back story that she dated a guy who wouldn't move out of his parents house and so now this is what she does for a living i'm like girl move on move i know on. i know i've like also like how do you let someone how do you let an ex-boyfriend dictate your career like that unclear to me but that's because like, i don't have a career oh my god go to <laughs> night school get a degree in accounting or something my friend it seems like it seems like you have a lot of time and energy on your hands and you can channel yeah. that energy into something a little more productive, I'm sure. But Definitely. She's in a Also, crisis. like, the kind of people who have to hire someone to, like, make their kid mood out, mood, move out of the house instead of just being like, please get the fuck out of my house. Mm-hmm. They have well, a lot of money. My other favorite part of... Or not favorite part, but my other thing about that is, like... It's also a. It felt like a very white thing because, like you know, in all these other countries, you is. live with your family forever and ever. Like, yeah, like it's like really unusual, especially if you're like the oldest girl in an immigrant family to like move mm-hmm. out of your family's house before That's you're married. So true, so true. Yeah. But I was thinking when when Bradley Cooper was like, "I can't move out; they'll miss me too much." I was like, "That's exactly how I feel." <laughs> <laughs> And then Bradley Cooper randomly, like, finds that woman at the restaurant. They go on vacation together. That was weird. So weird, but whatever. Unnecessary, but cool. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) 
It was really incredible that they just managed to write all those scenes in which wildlife attacks Matthew McConaughey. I loved him getting bitten and dragged into the ocean by a dolphin. I was like, I fuck that. you, Matthew McConaughey, you little douchebag <laughs> lip smacking fool. <laughs> and by, the, by oh Matthew McConaughey, gosh. I mean his character in the movie whose name I can conveniently keep forgetting. Um, trip. 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 I thought it, you, oh, trip. it was trip with two P's too, I think. Probably. Yeah, trip. Well, you had the subtitles on, you'd know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I only watch movies with subtitles. You know that about I me. Went to watch a movie the other night. I asked Sophie, I was like, can we put the subtitles on? <laughs> and, I, and she goes, okay, mom. Oh, oh, I'm sorry that like, it, it. I was like, okay. I was like, I'm sorry. But I'm like, I know Sometimes it's because. you can't tell. I know it's because previously, for the last 52 weeks, I've watched a movie every week with you, and you turned the subtitle on. I always keep the subtitles on. Sometimes they talk too fast, and sometimes the accents might be too- This movie especially, Matthew McConaughey, I know what he's saying like 75% of the time, but 25% of the time, I'm not sure exactly really? what he's saying. Well, every once in a while, he'll just be like, and I'll be like, what the fuck? Is he saying? Is the words coming out of his mouth? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Let me pull up. Do do we have anything else? Do we want to look at some fun facts? Do some fun facts. Hit me right. where I giggle. It is trip with two Ps. I, I will Ugh, say that. Of course it is. Um, that makes it, like, exponentially worse. Oh, I know. Oh, here are all the people who could have been Paula. Brooke Shields, Tori Spelling, and Reese Witherspoon. Only Reese Witherspoon would have been a good idea. Yeah. The other two I would know. not have worked, I don't think. Uh, the f- film's cast includes two Oscar winners, Matthew McConaughey and Kathy Bates, and one Oscar Kathy nominee, Bates. Bradley Cooper. I love Kathy Bates. You know, She's really I funny in this movie. Uh, what is that fucking movie? The one where she kills people? The one where she keeps the writer at her house. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what is not it Justice. Jesus. It's like a one-word title, right? Yeah, it's like Wanted Misery. or something like... <laughs> Misery. I called it Justice. <laughs> Me, Wanted. <laughs> wanted. Wanted's the I was, curve the bullet movie. It was like W, and I was like, oh, flip it upside down. Misery. It's an M. It's an I M. I went the opposite direction, and I said... Justice, Justice, which is not even remotely close to misery. Justice, misery, very similar. <laughs> but um, yeah, I watched that again recently, and I was just like, I fucking love you, Kathy Bates. Oh, I love her. Um, and her, she in that series, in that uh, American Horror Story series, incredible. Wait, are they in New Orleans? Because yeah, for that then- series. Oh, oh, no, sorry. for th- this movie, because the minor league baseball team to which Trip takes Paula is the home game of New Orleans Zephyrs. So, like, no. Is this, is this New Orleans? We got it so wrong. There is nothing about this that says New Orleans. I don't understand. None of um, them even have New Orleans accents. Any movie where it's, like, New Orleans... Any movie where it's like New Orleans, they like that's the first thing they bring up is like we're in New Orleans. <laughs> like, yeah, they hype that shit up because yeah. New Orleans is awesome. 
That's why I thought this was South Carolina. <laughs> no one hypes up South yeah. Carolina. Well, okay, well, we'll just say I was close by saying Gulf Shores. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, in close the enough. climbing in in the climbing scene, one of the climbers wears a helmet with a number eight resembling the racing number used by Dale Earnhardt Jr. That's pretty much all the fun facts I have, to be honest. I think with you. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has my birthday. <laughs> I think when I googled all of those people who celebrities who have my birthday, it was like Dale Earnhardt Jr. and the girl from A Christmas Prince. Let me oh, check great. again. That's great. <laughs> I'm just going to look up Jail Earnhardt Jr. birthday. Also, Zoe Deschanel's bangs are like full bangs in this movie. October no. 10th, 1974. Incredible. Oh, my God. Me. Me and Dale. 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 Do it for mm. Dale. He's a Libra. Dale Earnhardt Jr. supports Black Lives Matter and says it's time to listen. Wow. Damn, Dale. Do it for Dale. I love that. Do it for Dale. I hope. Sometimes they I just hope. say that in Daytona, like at events. They'll just say, do it for Dale. Do it for Dale. Do it for Dale. Provided that he's actually an ally. Uh, Yeah. But also when they say do it for Dale, it's about Dale Earnhardt Sr. So not oh, as fun. Okay. Yeah, because he's didn't a one. know that. Yeah, nothing matters, really. I can't believe they don't talk about what location this is. I think it's just meant to be ambiguous because they're like, truly, we filmed this in L.A.? But we don't want people to know that we filmed it in L.A. Yeah, but also like they're they went pretending to a... it's a Gulf Shores location, but it is it's a Gulf location. But really, they filmed in L.A. Yeah, this isn't my favorite Matthew McConaughey rom-com. Of course it's not. What, it's like, you know, it's not his most charming. That I'll no. say. Um, I think his but most charming. His most linen. It's his most, li- but that's, I think, contractually, like, they put that into the, yeah. you know, the deal with Matthew they McConaughey. Were like, everyone must drink Bud Lights, Budweiser's, Coca-Colas, and wear linen. Yeah, 100%. And it has to be the chillest set. Like, they they yell cut and immediately start playing Jimmy Buffett. And that's the vibe. <laughs> and that's how it is. Period. <laughs> It's it's five o'clock somewhere, and in Matthew McConaughey's world, it's five o'clock all the time, all the time. Yeah, eating crab time all the time. <laughs> I can't. I don't think I'll ever get over that. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, and Matthew also, McConaughey I just eats feel crab like in front of me, I'll cry. <laughs> when you get famous, Matthew McConaughey is at a party, and they serve <laughs> tiny crab appetizers. I'm gonna shit myself because that'll be I will so fucking vomit. funny. Yeah, that would be so good. I will you'll be have so just mad. like flashbacks. I would walk up to him and like smack the plate out of his hands and be like, <laughs> "Look at yourself. Look at your choices." <laughs> In that voice. Uh, also, okay, maybe this is just me. Do we like Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew McConaughey as an on-screen duo? No. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't think they have a lot of chemistry. Bad chemistry. Very yeah. bad. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, and that end scene. Oh, okay. Let's talk about all our least favorite outfits because I have one that. All of them. uh, Yeah. My first one is that end scene where she's wearing a business casual top and then jeans that clearly are four inches too long and have not been hemmed and (laughs) flip flops. 
And that's what she chooses to decide to wear to the airport. They're the jeans that she normally would wear with heels. But she's going for comfort because she's flying commercial. And then jeans with heels, but like, oh, the like wide leg. Oh, man. So much space around your ankle for jeans in those days. The 2000s were not good for fashion. We all know this. It was just a wash. Like, we just said no to the aughts. Like, it doesn't count. People were wearing literally like skirts over jeans, jeans. skirts and leggings. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not a good time. All of Zoe Deschanel's outfits were really bad too. I know her like one dress that just had a strap like next to her neck, and that was it. And then she also had something underneath it with like two side straps that was yellow. I was I'm just thinking. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm thinking of the outfit she wears to the like a gun store where it's like a striped shirt jeans and then like a weird heel and like Mm -hmm. clunky jewelry (laughs) a lot of clunky jewelry jewelry in this movie like sarah jessica parker wore like a a black dress for a date which is like fine but it was just past her knees and then she wore a long clunky necklace that was down to like her navel oh god The clunky jewelry of those days really tragic. I hate myself for having so much of it. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Like, I think some of it might, like, still exist in my old bedroom. (sighs) I mean, you you should keep that for for relics, you know? Pass it on to your posterity and be like, hey, yeah, remember this? Um, Do we have any concluding thoughts about failure to launch? Hated it, but it was also wonderful and brought joy to my soul. (laughs) Yeah, I got to say, as a whatever how old I was when this movie was out on cable and, uh, you know, my dad was day drinking and we'd watch it together. (laughs) A lot of fun memories. (laughs) A lot of fun memories. Um, You know, also like the experience of watching this movie isn't fully complete unless I was watching it with commercials. But what can you do? That's That's Netflix now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was paused like, a lot to simulate that. <laughs> Pause for commercial break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then also like the most fun part about watching uh movies on cable is like trying to pee and get a snack during the commercial break. So true. The speed. Yeah. You just have to trying get to up really pee. fast. <laughs> You're like, when's it coming? When's it coming? You're like, it's back, it's back. Sprints yeah. to the couch, jumps over the side. <laughs> yeah. And then sits down for, like, whatever, five more minutes until the next commercial break. Oh, uh, seriously. I miss those days, but also I don't. I Yeah, I know. I have YouTube TV, so I still have to, like, scroll through the commercials. Oh, well, that's active, you know? And I watch a lot of things, yeah. That's like annoying. going to the gym for watching TV, you know? Mm. You have to participate. You can't just sit you there. <laughs> you can't just sit there. You have to at least walk. <laughs> Um, my concluding thoughts about failure to launch like I said before failure to launch is um, (laughs) Joe Biden of (laughs) rom-coms it just tried to have a lot of crossover appeal Um, I'm not sure what the platform was a lot of mixed messaging (laughs) it was very white and a little chaotic so chaotic these days would not fly but (laughs) Not sure. entirely PC either, but... Certainly this, not. This was the best 2006 can do, and goddamn... Also, like, the sheer memories. lack of representation is just embarrassing for them, but... <laughs> yeah, okay. 
Yeah, the only black person in that movie was the crying guy at the end, and also um his nephew, who is yeah, a child. Yeah. <laughs> and has, like, no lines. They're like, see, we're not racist. He was engaged to a black woman. <laughs> and it's like, you never, no, uh-uh. But we don't even know what her name is. <laughs> I still don't believe you. Amy is her name, actually. We oh, did know that. Amy. That is, okay. All right. There but you go. But still, doesn't fly. I mean, R.I.P. Amy. Um, but rip. still. Yeah. Trip, trip, rip, rip, trip. <laughs> rip and trip. Uh, okay. I will say this movie does kind of make me want to have an affair with a boat broker, though. Totally. I got it. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to wear linen. That's my dream. Me too. So. Um, <laughs> uh, dear listeners, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, thank you for listening. Um, hopefully you got some joy out of this during a very painful time. Um, we Listen, love if you, you want to dissociate for about an hour and a half from the whole real world right now, Failure to Launch is a great uh, great movie way to do that. it. Hey, listen, if you're interested in like starting a podcast, black listeners, do it. And you we want will to post it on our platform. Yeah, yeah. And you have art out there that you have content, you have content you've created. We will do our best. That's mm-hmm. that's the promise I'm making. Send yes, us a DM. I fully agree. I feel like if anyone any um, black creators have something that they want to share with us uh, we will are more than happy to share it with our platform it's not very big but it is meaningful um, we love our listeners and we know that they all love you so and you know yeah. our dear listeners us we all mutually love rom-coms it's the one unifying yes. factor mm. so our passion for rom-coms hopefully will lead us through these dark times that's not totally. motivational at all, but whatever. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Take the spirit of rom-com and inject Rom- it into your life. <laughs> Rom-coms lead me through every time. Add some rom and com into your day today. A hundred percent. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at romcomsweaveloved at gmail.com. If you want to uh, find us on Instagram, we're at romcomsweaveloved. And if you want to find us on Twitter, we are at to all the rom-coms. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.